I fell into a burning ring of fire and went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, 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 that ring of fire. All right, well, yeah, uh, this is episode nine, and uh, welcome back to Watch Cringe. I'm still Jay. And I'm Brendan. Who do we got on the show today, Jay? Oh, we have two brilliant people. We'll start with Bill, who is a big fan of... The prison gym setup. Hell yeah. Yeah, a very tight setup out there. It's I'm a little right. jealous. I don't want to get shanked. <laughs> Winston said he didn't want to get shanked out there, though. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, I have a prison, prison gym, gym set up in my backyard. Yeah. And in Texas, it gets pretty, pretty, pretty lit. fucking nasty. And then we also have Winston. Uh, officially, he was. He's a dog guy. whisperer, actually, apparently. Cause yeah. Because my dog is like all over him right now. And another oh, one was that he was the... We mentioned him a lot, actually, in the past episodes as uh, the, the small wrist guy. The 36 <laughs> millimeter 36 guy. Racking crew. 36 go. racking 36 crew. 36 racking crew. That's right. Crew. But he has been a convert. Con- conf- yeah, he, got, he picked up converted. some uh, a new piece that's quite spectacular. All right. Uh, how about you guys? You want to tell yeah, them you wanna who you are? You want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Uh, Bill, kind of new to the watch game. You've only been in for a little bit, but picked up some uh some nice pieces trying to collect the icons and thanks to this group getting getting to know watches a little bit more a little bit cool. better right on i'm winston uh on instagram i'm winstagram that's right. happy to be winstagram. here i'm wearing a brennan's corona tokyo right now and looking at a great table full of grand seiko nomos chips and so food. life is good and chips hot chips and yeah chips we got goat milk kefir yeah. Unsweetened yogurt. So but why do we have this assortment? Because, well, before we do that, let's uh, complete wrist the, check. Wrist check? Okay. I like what I'm wearing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm wearing Bill's Cartier Santos de Medium. I think that's what it's, it's, it's right. The yeah, medium. It's the medium. It, let me see it on your wrist. It, I think it fits you it looks quite great. well. It looks fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Show I the really camera. like it. Show the camera. We have camera oh. now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Camera. Yeah. The cameras yeah. are recording now. This is a very J fit because you got your gym fit on. Oh, that's right. And you've got your dress piece. That's, that's right. True. Makes absolute sense. That's yeah, the fluted bezel look. Sports casual. That's right. Sports casual. Sports casual. Yeah. Brendan's not wearing anything, but he has his Pepsi. But I have my Pepsi. It's on the table. Still, it's weird that we even got to pry it out. Uh, what are you uh, gonna say? You're wearing Bill, even though uh, I'm not wearing anything right now. It's on the table. The the Nomos Lambda, one seventy five years in watchmaking. Yeah, that's right. That's o- right. Number eleven of one seventy five. Really? So yeah. Oh wow, so God. beautiful. And I am. I was wearing my Explorer thirty six, the twelve four two seven O. Brought the uh, the new sub forty one, but I'm wearing Brendan's Corona just because that has that vintage vibe. So but the case, I love it. Yeah, Winston now has. A bunch of Rolexes that are steel black dial mm-hmm. sports. OP34 black dial. <laughs> 36 millimeter Explore. 41 millimeter Sub. Uh, <laughs> and then the, the 39 millimeter Blue and the Datejust Blue. Jeez. <laughs> any plan on selling any of the black dial ones? Or you just keep it? No, um, dude. Keep, keep it, dude. That's his identity all, now. Baby. His his steel black dial steel down. black. Who That's am I without it, it now? Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's hilarious. Well, 
So we have all of this shit, like uh, food and stuff on the table because we have the one chip challenge from Pocky, which I actually want to thank and shout out CK, uh, a friend of the podcast, who who got us five. Did not realize that these chips are like fucking twenty five to thirty dollars each. Oh damn! Oh. Yeah, I was like, why? Do we need, do we need to flip these? <laughs> <laughs> How much are they going in the gray market? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I want to thank uh, CK. She's CK underscore Cone on Instagram. She gave us the good and kind of fucked up idea of shooting uh, the episode with chips, like hot takes. She's also the one who gave me my katana for Christmas, which is very irresponsible. So this this challenge has been a social phenomenon, and I think even Chris Evans of Hot Ones did a show with uh, Sasha, Sasha Banks, Banks, and in that show, he said this is one of the most intense that he felt on the show, Jeez. and he wanted to tap out. <laughs> you didn't tell me that before. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to tap out within two minutes. That's, that, Captain oh. America but, wanted to tap out? I don't know. So... We're gonna do these. We're gonna see who lasts the longest. What's what are what are the time uh, benchmarks? So that the bench for? the it's five, ten, thirty, and one hour. I believe. So I'm pretty sure I will not last the hour because I want beer. To just drink. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wanna I wanna drink. Yeah. <laughs> so so we have five minutes is powerless. Ten minutes is powerful. Thirty minutes is supercharged, and over one hour is invincible. You are. Not sane if you're gonna go for that hour. Yeah, that's you're probably something's wrong yeah. with you. So yeah. the chips that we're gonna be eating today, along with you know talking watches, is uh, it has Carolina Reaper and it has Scorpion Chili Peppers. The Scoville value is about one point six million. A little hot. Uh, I don't know what like an example like a jalapeno is like nothing. Jalapeno sure. like a hundred thousand. Yeah. It's like a hundred thou. This is basically Maybe. ten times the uh scoreville value of a habanero so it's yeah 1.6 because the habanero is 150,000. yeah so this 1.6 million which is about five million short of that 57 11 tiffany (laughs) that zach paid for um so yeah uh just as a heads up if you guys are gonna do this it's not because of us you're doing this because you want to and we're not like (laughs) responsible or anything this is all y'all this is all of you and uh yeah it's the hottest chip currently out i believe and uh yeah we're doing a bunch of hot takes or we're kind of wanting to see what it's like one one hot take yeah one hot take <laughs> one big hot take it's a chip that's unnecessarily big also this thing is huge and i feel like there's gonna be crumbs getting in my mustache and beard and i'm just gonna oh, get you call, that, you call that a beard oh yeah actually yeah that's a real beard <laughs> that's, cute. that's cute that's a cute beard <laughs> is, that, is, that so, is that sony's my first beard <laughs> yes it's uh, a five o'clock shadow my my mistake but you're gonna get a lot of crumbs in there bill has all a beard the day. for real uh, actually, I'm the only one who doesn't have facial hair. I try. You got, you got a little I mustache have, going. I have the lapetto stash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm trying to grow facial hair. It's just not there. Genetically, I think, I, think I had about that much in fifth grade. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you use, Rogaine? Hell. Just stop fucking put My Rogaine My son on has face. more. He's 13, and it's like, man, what the fuck? He's already He's, outdone dad. Yeah. Yeah. Taller than me, too. Wow. You guys want to do it? Crack it yep. open. Yeah, I think I'm going <laughs> to. I just want to say to everyone that I'm scared. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm a little too. nervous. I too yeah. am uh, a little so bit scared. Careful, careful. So the just as a heads up, we have gloves. Oh God, Winston, oh, fucking Winston just, just fucking went oh, for it. Oh Jesus! All, the way. All right. 
<clears throat> oh, alright, well, don't do that. <laughs> I'm having troubles opening this. Uh, oh, this is hot. No, it's hot. This is hotter really than hot. my pepper. Oh my god. Uh, <clears throat> Dude, oh, that's, that's hot. I'm not lasting five minutes. Fuck this. Oh, I didn't oh. take my socks off. <clears throat> oh, take my fucking shirt too. Dude. It's hot, dude. Oh, that's oh. hot. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Alright, let's get through the episode. Oh. Oh, shit. Winston's down. Oh, shit, he's wretched. You good? Yeah. You need to call an ambulance? No. Ice cream helps. My throat feels like let's talk there's water. sandpaper. Going in and out. Ice cream is amazing. Brendan, there's some yogurt on your GMT. On your GMT. Oh, yeah. I just need you to know that. Okay. Oh, I want you to look at that right now. Are you okay with that? I'm fine. Okay. Hold on. I'm not Yo, as strong as I thought. I'm fucking, I'm making it, dude. I didn't fucking crack. Wow. I didn't fucking crack for Wash Cringe. I you feel know, lightheaded. There's the prison gym yard. Yeah. All right, what's your watch question, Jay? Yeah, so, uh... Brendan got it. The 6.3 million Tiffany Oz sold to Zach Lou. Was that uh, even English, bro? <sighs> you all right? You gonna make it? I think my eardrums just burst. I can't fucking hot. see. Uh, all right, the Tiffany. What's the time? 11, he bought it for what? Five, six? Six. So what's six funny is he got offered because the first guy bailed. Yep. And this we guy... We don't know what happened, though, right? Yeah, we don't know what happened. Maybe he found out it was a fake. <laughs> uh, so what do you think? Justified pricing? Even though it's for charity? Justified pricing. Uh. No. My face is so fucked I up. I literally, my, my hearing is like down 30%. I'm not even fucking making that up. Like, I, it's hard to hear. <laughs> Jay, Jay just housed like two. Jay's struggling. Two ice creams. Oh, there's only four. I guess I'm not having ice cream. Sorry, Bill. <sighs> I'm good. I'm gonna have a beer. Holy, Holy dude, that's shit! Gonna make it worse, bro. Uh, I know, but I'm gonna enjoy it. How? So, when you, you know, it was interesting in that Zach Lou interview. He was saying he bought it to get uh, purchase history with Tiffany and Pat uh, Patek. What is he after then? <clears throat> He's after the next crazy release, I think, because he doesn't want to go through the auction. He wants to just get it. From to get offered, yeah. His personal friend. Yeah. Yeah. So he, that, he was 15. rich people also have to go through the AD game, which was, it's it's pretty funny to see that. But they're throwing down millions, not thousands. I'm not a market expert, but I've heard about the concept. If you set a price and someone pays it, then price was justified. That's well, all that matters. Yeah. Just five for that. Now, what's At least the effect of this? We'll see. What were, the, what were the phases that you guys went through? I think you're still going through some, but explain it. My, my thought was to get it in and chew it up as quickly as possible. Um, but the chip is so dry. You kind of got to like chew it and get it all swirled around in your mouth. And then yeah. by the time you swallow it, the, the heat kicks in. And uh, once that kind of happens, then it really kind of escalates pretty quickly from there. Man, I went straight to hell. Straight to hell. <clears throat> it was like I was transported straight to hell. I think the bot, the uh, slow burn that everyone's talking about was bullshit. That no. thing just lit you up like instantly. Yeah, I would. Yeah, 
it, it didn't really kick in the full, the full, full, full steam for like thirty <laughs> seconds. Um, and then it's just like that residual kind of kind of waves of pain. Go get, go get me one. <sighs> so okay. next next question. So okay, AP fiftieth uh, anniversary release of the sixteen two hundred two. Yep. What are your thoughts on it? I want a gray or blue dial, thirty seven okay. mil there. Okay, so you, you you're a fan. I called yep. the AP. Uh, <clears throat> I called AP in Dallas yesterday, and they very kindly said, "We invite you to come into our store." <laughs> That's all they would say. What do they sell to you there? Like jewelry on the side? Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Code eleven fifty nine is on the side. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, and the women's AP. So that's where you start. You're gonna go down that journey. Isn't the isn't it? Doesn't it have like the big fifty on the on the rotor? Yeah, Good for one year. And it's like it, the the number is kind of like they like lock into yeah, each other. I, five I don't. And zero. I, I, don't I, I think it's too in I your face. Like yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't like it. It's <laughs> too bling it's, in it's your too face. Too much. Like like the Nomos. Their their one seventy five oh. is very small. You almost really have to kind of get a magnifying glass to look oh. at it. So Rolex price increase. Oh wait, hold on. We're not done with the AP. We're not done with the AP. Better movement. Same dimensions. Same water resistance. I thought increased water resistance. Nope. No. Still 50. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And they increased the price. And this is a special. How much How much is this thing? That's so ballsy. I think they went up by like two grand or something. And it's pretty. But the movement's different. <clears throat> so 21,000. Should I for not a, breathe? Is that the The same? breathing wor- makes it worse, man. Yeah. Breathe through your nose. 21,000 for steel, right? Mm-hmm. Or 24? 24. 24. 24. 24. If aliens came down to this planet, they would be like, so steel is a precious metal. <laughs> Gold is trash, Poop. and when you mix them together, that's even worse. Based on the pricing and what people want, you're talking about like the two tone explorer, <laughs> two tone anything. And in 2019, people were really crazy about bronze, yeah, and green dials, and green dial. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I'm starting to be able to. Yeah. It's still hot, to speak it's now, still burning my mouth. So, we're done with the AP50 <clears throat> Rolex price increase. Worth it. Absolutely. It's, it Winston it says like that. Every, every, everything's expensive. You Winston know? says that because he has fucking three Rolexes. Fan four, boy. five right now. Yeah, don't listen to me. I'm a total fan. That's biased right as fuck. Yeah, but, like, but like, what's, I mean, what's, what's, it, what's the difference? It's like if you can get one, get one. It's, yeah. you know, it's just a little You're bit still more. You're still getting a discount. It's not like, it's, not like it's a surprise. Like they raise their, their prices every every year. It's not like they, and it's not like they matched what was going on in gray and like doubled everything or something yeah. crazy like that. That would, that would be really greedy if they just, all right, this is what the market can sustain. This is what's going to be. That would be ballsy. What do you guys it? think? <clears> that would kill gray market. People. What do you guys think of the AD games? The, like the waiting list and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, the Rolex game. I mean, I'm fucking dying. I'm I feel fine. like it is what it is. Like it, they're fine, they're dude. trying to stay stay the profitable. You know, they want to take care of their customers and things like that. Does it suck for the enthusiasts? Absolutely. Um, I think there are there are a couple of ads that I think recognize enthusiasts, and hopefully some of them are are getting those things. But shout out to our ads. Shout out to the ad. All of our ads. Winston's ads. Shout out our ads. Everyone. You know what I've been surprised by? What? The diversity Talk of practices. Sorry. <clears throat> the diversity of practices in ADs. Yeah. All the AD games are not the same, and they're not all games. You can get an explore, you can get a sub without any purchase history. <clears throat> As you've found out. As right? I found out. At, go to another AD, and you have to buy 15 grand just to get an OSHA Perpetual. Well, not even. That's not, that's not a great example to get a sub. Right. I would say Certain like games. 15 isn't even guaranteeing you that. True. 
Well, the guy, it's funny because the guy that, <clears throat> my AD told me that the, the guy that got my, that got the Pepsi before me, his account was like $150,000. Yeah. And I think it's a scale basis. They know, they kind of feel you out to see how much money you actually have. And if they know you're a higher profile, higher baller, then they end up having you pay more. So that's, that's at least one perspective out of probably, you know. Dozens well, of 80s, this is but. this is something that Winston and I were talking um, talking about while we were waiting for you guys to show up the breakfast tacos about you know if if you really want the watch and you don't want to play the games it's not like Rolex are scarce you can go you can go on on the gray, go gray. And you can go get it yeah, but and when you factor in like how much your purchase history how much you're going to pay then you got to figure out how am I going to flip these watches or at least so I can break even so I don't lose money on stuff I don't want. Yeah. Like what's your time worth? You can go to the gray, you can go to the gray market and get the watch you right want now. and save yourself time and stress. And you want to be losing money if you went that way. You'd be paying more but it, the value is retained in the watch. So it's not right. like you buy it and it's like half whatever. It's not it a car. Now. Yeah, True. it's not a car, yeah, so. It's not a car. Right. But I think but <clears throat> Winston, you brought up a really good a point tank. about it's it's not about like I can yeah anybody can go out and buy it. We can we can go out right now and buy, and buy a Daytona if we wanted to, but I think for maybe some of the folks that listen to this podcast or just the enthusiasts in general, it, you know, I know for myself it's it's a little bit about the hunt and that's what yeah. the thrill of the hunt. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to be able to say I got it at retail cuz I can get a $53,000. That's a fucking flex. It is Daytona right It's a now. fucking flex to do that, <clears throat> right? Being able to say, "Oh, I like you." Like, "Fuck, Winston. I got this Explorer for retail." I got this sub for retail. Yeah. Absolute no purchase history. Fucking awesome. monster. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, purchase monster. history. And, and to be enough. fair with, uh, and I'm not trying to, I don't know, with ADs, I don't think they're all games. Because one AD I talk with, it's not a game. They just want to make sure that I'm the right kind of buyer. So they ask me, drop by once a week. Let's chat. Let's get to know each other. Let's become friends. And I want to make sure you're the right, the right they buyer. They don't want you to be call that flipping, a game. flipping it because they can get fired for that. Right. If, if it's traced back to them. and So that makes sense. They want to know who you are. And they want to be selling to an actual watch enthusiast and not just someone that's trying to follow like an Instagram. You don't think lifestyle. that they just, you don't think? Because I think majority of the clients for ADs are not watch enthusiasts. I'll be honest with you. It's not. Yeah. I but, think watch enthusiasts make up a small portion of their But those their are the market. guys those the mm. watch enthusiast guys are the ones that get the hookups though, I feel like. Yeah, right? sometimes. But you know, but the I mean the other thing is like for my ID, I was able to get the thirty nine millimeter explorer, no previous purchase history. And it's like Good. I could have stopped there, but no, I went back and bought a Cartier. I'm I'm going back to buy some more watches and you know, like they did me a solid and now it's like, yeah, I can go I can go buy that Cartier on the secondhand market and pay less, but like they treated me well. They they did me a solid. It's like, hey man, it's not like I'll just a repeat customer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what they're hoping for. Right. And yeah. I think that's deserved. Yeah. 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 You think of them when you're gonna the wedding bands and the diamond ring, that sort of thing. Yeah, so you can get the Tiffany OP. So you can get the Tiffany OP. <laughs> it's a tit for tat. So that's <clears throat> okay. So um Speaking of high-end watches, you know, more expensive watches, Curious. do you guys insure? Insurance. Do you guys yes, insure? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Who yeah. do you use? What's the deal? Uh, I'm actually through USAA. Uh, yeah. Their personal policy right or whatever. Just yeah. And I just sent in, you know, here's the here's the watches, serial <laughs> numbers, and, you know, this is, and I just went off the market value of all the watches and, you know, what it would cost to um, make me whole. Like, 
if my role if something happened in my Rolex, I'm not going to be able to go get another one at the AD. I'm going to have to go gray, gray to replace it. Yeah. So you cannot get it at yeah. And uh, what's do you do you look for like competitive pricing? I mean, with USAA, you're going to get probably the best, but. It's like 1% is the benchmark, right? Is that kind of like 1% of the value is what your premium should be? Uh, I don't even know what my premium... Because I've got everything rolled into that. Yeah, mine is rolled in with my house. (sighs) Mine's an additional package. So it's through travelers. And basically, you tell them what the market value is, and then they will, you know, 50 extra bucks a year or something really low. Okay. That's what I've been doing. Do you have to get like an appraisal done? I don't. You didn't? I don't. And it... I think it's up to like thirty thousand or something. If it's under thirty thousand, you just tell them. Okay. Oh, I've I have had... sixteen seventy five. It's worth fifteen five. Done. And this is travelers. Travelers. Yeah. I had to get my shit appraised. Yeah, I it's think like uh, they, they need like Haggerty insurance for for watches. Yeah. That'd be nice because they like they're because uh, Haggerty's one of the companies that does like this is the this is the actual value market value of the car so like you know some of the collectors cars like <laughs> i know if i wrecked one of mine usa is probably not going to pay me out for what the car is actually worth on the market versus haggerty it's like you have an agreed upon value of what you're insuring okay i think i can talk now <laughs> you back i'm back have you guys ever tried well, jinkies insurance <laughs> 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 Fucking Winston, dude. You oh. said the dink. I said the dink. <laughs> you said Shake. the dink and the insurance. I can cons- I considered them. Are you the rates in their terms are actually pretty reasonable. Really? Why? Because they, the phone. You mm-hmm. also don't have to get an appraisal from them. They're just like, for them. Like, yeah, because they they're just, they're great. And they automatically scale the um the value of the watch. So if it oh, like, goes up, you don't have to really? worry about it. Yeah. And so, if it's but stolen, does it does automatically it. scale your premium? Yeah, I, I would imagine That's the it thing, does. I right? imagine it does. They would have to. But they'll tell you the percent. I think it's usually like 1% is like the kind of market average around 1%. Um, so take if it's lost you know. or stolen anywhere in the world. Pretty cool. They're, they're taking off. They're doing like, uh, you know, vintage pre-owned market. They're doing insurance. So you, th- <laughs> but I mean. Podcast. Yeah, but they're also, they, they have so much because a lot of people are invested into them. I mean. Like Tiffany and Co is in bed with them. Yeah, they are. Because oh, one of the yeah. Did you guys see like the whole like in the X- article they had to like, was like hmm? there? Yeah, it was like real sneaky. Like they're like, oh, and a minor shareholder for a co- yeah, minor, yeah, minor shareholder. That kiss too. my ass. <clears throat> Cross pollination. I want that John Mayer policy package from Houdinki. <laughs> What's that? A uh, limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> I think it comes yeah, with a travel clock or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the, tra- the, tra- the fucking travel clock. That shit still cracks me up. Did you see the video with um, Ed Sheeran? They had a travel clock. Yeah. They had the travel Whoa. clock yeah. on the back. That's why. So, I didn't realize Ed Sheeran was such a big watch geek. That he was is. pretty. That, that was really interesting. To yeah. Like he's a that. super big watch guy and um, he loves ketchup. Did you know that? Like, can't, he has ketchup tattooed on him, but. He also converted one of his Nautiluses to have a ketchup dial. And I was like, that's fucked up. I was like, that's fucked up. Oh, God, thank- I'm so happy I can talk again. Dude, you were Guys, struggling. Let me tell y'all. Let me just say how bad that shit was. It was so bad <laughs> that I like any air going into my mouth was burning it. What was fucked up was me and Windsor were fucking, we're getting <laughs> annihilated by this chip, by the way. And then you have Bill and Brendan not affected. 
No, I was. I oh, was Bill, I, I was. I had some tears. Coming I saw out the my tears, eyes. but you cracked open a beer like immediately after. I told you I didn't want to go an hour without drinking. I brought. I brought this delicious five one two black IPA, and I was really excited to drink it. Let me tell you. And then Brendan, surprisingly, the guy who was like, "Oh, I didn't want to do I was a drink." Fucking scared as hell. Oh, that's y'all a- were solid as a rock. Yeah, we were just leaves in the wind. Dude, yeah. It was, I mean, it, it was it was hot. Um, do you think the time you want wingy atomic was hotter? I think so. And there was like the T twenty two. I don't know. Like I got T twenty two. No, I've had. Are you guys? No, is, I'm still burning. Like right now, I have like a just. It feel like no. I put that there was bit. a like a little piece of the chip that was like I guess stuck in my tooth. It got out of my tooth, like not my tooth. My mouth got hot again. Well, we're gonna have to do a wellness check later to see yeah. how all our so, stomachs are. Because I, I don't think T twenty two was as, like was hotter. the one on the yeah. one on Lake Austin has the. A... Because I've had their hottest one, and it's like I, I was able to eat it. This one I was fucking dying. Go the one downtown, because that because I've had like the one up on Burnet, and that one wasn't to let bad, you. But... Oh, really? To let you guys know how much I fucking ate, I ate half a tub of yogurt to talk. It was literally no, not that. It's this, Cactus. literally only just me. And, and you got yogurt on the, uh, on GMT. the GMT. No, that was Winston. That was me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to put an insurance Sorry. claim for that and get a new one. <laughs> Sorry, man. So, so here's yeah, another one that I'm good. I'm curious about, guys. So, you know, everyone shits on you, Blow. Uh-oh. Are they really Uh-oh. that bad? Oh. Didn't I ask this question in chat the other day? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> he just vampired your question, Jeez, dude. Dang. So, what do you think, Bill? So, I was in the Fuck Hublot camp for a long time. But Same. then I was like, man, everybody hates this brand so much. It's like, maybe there's like a good deal to be had because nobody wants these things. But no, I was like, these things are still crazy expensive. And it's like, why? Because soccer players. I F1. just don't like the design. You don't? So how about their like their cases, right? I I believe that they were the very first company to use these like insane sapphire cases. Like I mean, th- that has to command some sort of like horological respect, yeah. Sure. I don't even look at. I'm not looking at it from like a watch. It's just I, I like iconic watches from the you know all the major brands. Hublot is not one of those. It's I, right. it's probably not, but they do have like they're they're known for the Big Bang, and so if I were collecting watches from all like the major watch brands you know that would be the watch from Hublot that i would want mm-hmm. and they do they need they have a lot of titanium stuff too and that's like my favorite metal so titanium. i want i value original design language the yeah. big bang is too genta-esque for me to consider it to be an original design language without being actually tied to genta right yeah i'm <clears throat> like i actually like like I I I I've gotten shit on it. Like I do like you blow. Like not majority of their shit, yeah. But like the sang blue. Oh my god. Yeah. I'll it's look gorgeous. Look it up. It's the sang blue you blow, and it's like just so busy. It's like so chaotic, but it looks like organized chaos to me. And I I love the art of it. Would you be afraid to wear it though, for <clears throat> like the perception that one would get for wearing a hublot? No more than I would when I wear AP. What is it? What blue? Hublot. Sang blue. S A N G B L E U. Wait, how about the uh, service Hublot that you want? Oh, so actually, yeah, there's this Hublot that I want that I saw on Instagram. It's a it's a service Hublot. 
So when you send your watch to Ublo, at least back then. Right? The Sanglu? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, when you blow, when you would send your watch to service, the AD would give you a service watch. It's literally a U-Blow that's the same shape as the Big Bang. And on the dial, it says, for service. Cool. And so you, so some people kept it after they got their watch back. <clears throat> and it's like, it's like eight, seven, seven, eight hundred dollars on eBay. Doesn't Bamford do something like that? Or do they? Too? I don't know. We'll find out. We have the watch, the workshop hmm. manager next week. <clears throat> so for me, okay, I like, I like the saying blue, uh-huh. but doesn't it seem to be based on uh, the, the Bulgari? Yeah. You know? Kind of. I can see it. The, all those different steps and layers. Um, I don't know. It's very busy. I know. That's yeah. why I said it's like chaotic. It's, yeah. Uh, to I can me, do it's... busy if it's, if it's Richard Meal. I can do that oh, kind of busy. Oh, I would like, love Richard Meal. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. Give me a Rafa. That's like my holy grail. If How about I ever the, uh, the Jacob and Co. Bugatti? Get the fuck out Have of here. Have you seen that thing? It has like all these pistons. It's like a Bugatti engine in there. Jacob and, it's and like, Co. It's like, do you guys think Jacob and Co. is a serious watch company? I feel like Richard Mill, Jacob and Co., some of the MBNF, like those are all in like this weird. on there? No, they're just in this different category of like, I'm like not even attainable. So you can't block them out? Yeah, it's just like MBNF or work. Yeah. I love all of them. Oh, they're great. But it's like. You know, if if you if you think about yeah, that's a gorgeous watch. That's your watch right there. But mm-hmm. if you think about it in terms of like cars, like there's certain cars that are kind of attainable, like nine eleven turbos or you know, um, NSXs, the Corvettes, whatever. But then you got like your Bugattis, your yeah. McLaren F ones, like stuff you're never gonna touch. And that's kind of I think they're you can there. see the comparison on there. Yeah, put them in the <clears throat> unattainable category. I love <laughs> that. That's the whole thing. I don't know. I think. MBNF isn't completely unattainable. You're able to, I mean, it's a little bit more AP. And it's different because there's actual like esteemed watchmakers behind that. Yeah. Right? Like in comparison Whereas, to like Jacob and Co. Jacob and Co. is kind I of. I think it's all hype for Jacob and Co. Yeah. A lot of it is hype driven and like celebrity wear. But with like houses like MBNF and Urwerk. They like, have respect from the they watch have, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're backed by people, actual yeah. watch enthusiasts and not jewelers. And they're in the Does AHCI, that make sense? you know? Yeah. Like, can, there's yeah. A, that, I guess that's a difference to me. Like, yeah. watchmakers and jewelers. Yeah. Like, consider the thun- was it the Thunderdome? Yeah. In a world where thinness of a watch is, consider- is, <clears throat> is valuable, he makes the tallest watch yeah. in the watch world, and the watch community loves it. Loved it. That's got to be good design. If the design is that good that people mm-hmm. are just like, throw the rules out. Yeah. It's like, give me a thick watch. I agree. That says a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot. That's a good point. I know. I love. I fucking love Max. I love MVNF. Like, to me, they're my favorite. Aside, or work, of course. Like, both of those houses, man. I would love to own one of their watches someday. MVNF? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't want, like, dude, even, actually, I take a legacy machine. Like, I'm not even too big on the LM101, right? But. Would you say Resence is on the same level? No. Resence is down I would here. say Resence is a little then bit Then work and MBNF? Yeah. I would take a Voodoo Lanin. Oh, yeah. I mean, Carrie's work. Yeah, but you're not, you're not <laughs> in hey, the Hey, I'm friends scene. with him, man. We're cool. Yeah? I was friends with John Hopkins. We used to smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> we took that shit up. <laughs> Um, all right, so cool. 
we uh moved away from the Ublo real quick. <laughs> let's go a different direction uh-huh. and uh, let's talk about affordable pieces. We'll skip that next one. We'll come back to that one, but we can go where to start with watches. We're talking about all these oh, crazy yeah. watches. So, but where so do we you start? know, you remember when we all probably started? Seiko fives were fifty bucks <laughs> when we probably started, and they were awesome. They were great. They were awesome. Bang for the buck, fifty bucks, automatic movement, and it's like that is now. Now to get a Seiko five, it's like one fifty. Yeah, one fifty two hundred, and I think even two fifty on some for a Seiko five, or even now, an SKX. I'm, I think I'm too new to watch watch collecting. Like I only started. I think they were probably already in the hundreds by the time I started. Really? Yeah. Because, mm. yeah, like starting point for watches become a little bit rough. I think because if you want to get into it. What would you say is a good, like, if you were, if a friend was like, hey, dude, I want to get into watches, what would you tell them? Yeah, without them, you? without you scaring them and having them break the bank? I don't know. I, I think, come, I guess maybe I'm showing age a little bit here, but I'd, I'm more of the delayed gratitude. Like, I would be, I would probably tell them, like, don't, don't buy a bunch of like inexpensive watches if this there's this thing out there that you really want like save up and get the let's thing say that, that really they want. don't though they don't they don't know what they, they want. don't know they just want to get into they, like, like like they want to experience watches try find out what to, to find, find out taste. what it's about that's right <laughs> i mean where do you tell them probably i know I, again I'm, I'm new to watch collecting and just you know the little i know i mean i'd be looking at like hamilton's any of the seikos yeah um, something with like a trident, like any, like I'm, I am a fan of the Salida movements, like Salida, like a nice Salida, something Absolutely. with a nice Easy Salida to get movement. Serviced, yeah, anybody can fix it. You can, <clears throat> you can try it out. Um, Hell, resins used Salida. Oh wow! Yeah, just yeah. with a bunch of oil all over it. No, it's like <laughs> one of their first models was Salida, I believe. Huh. Salida. Or Would you oh, tell yeah, them to go to any micro brands? I have. So I, I, I have been. Now that I'm more aware of microbounds, I've been trying to like spread the knowledge because I, you know, I've got people that through either through Instagram or you know other podcasts and stuff. Everybody's like, oh, jumping on the Seiko train and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, there's all these other great watches like, um, like Helios, I think is Monta. really yeah, Monta. like super. Baltic. I don't know. You think you you Baltic, consider Monta still micro? I think they've outgrown the term micro brand. I personally think so. Yeah, I don't know the size of their output. They've they've they output a lot. Yeah, I think uh, com- in comparison to smaller brands like uh, brands, smaller brands like Nautis and like the other true micro brands. I have a friend that right, right now that's getting started in in watches, and uh-huh. he's just going all vintage Seiko. I'm gonna try a vintage Seiko manual the just poke. to see what that's like. The I'm gonna poke. try vintage Seiko automatic, see what that feels like. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's re- and he's getting a feel for the case size, the thickness, the lug to lug width how he wants to interact with the watch. Uh-huh. And he's only spent, you know, one to $200 for every experience. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for, with affordables, can I throw a question back at you? Yeah, go for it. I feel like um, sometimes once you've tasted $1,000, $5,000, yeah. $10,000, can you really go back? No. Uh, so to hard. me, it's hard. it becomes can extremely difficult. I think <laughs> once you've experienced what you truly want, but that's the whole like journey, right? So you get into watches. Fuck, that was hot. You don't know what you want. And then as the more time you spend in the hobby, you start realizing what you want. And then when you get 
to the point of getting the thing that you originally wanted, everything else kind of seems dull. And I think it's not even on the micro brands or the hell, like I'm even throwing in like, let's say it's on an Oris, right? You're going from like an AP to an Oris. Yeah. It's not the Oris's fault. It's not. It's you as a collector have matured and like you've kind of pinpointed exactly what you wanted compared to when you first started when you're like super all ears and like you're Mm -hmm. excited for all of these things. Not to say that I'm not excited for like smaller brands. Like I do. Like um, Baltic. Baltic, I actually didn't like their new. uh, Oh, yeah. I think it's wacky. I think it's wacky how big the sub dial is. That makes sense. It's Mm -hmm. it's the brigade numeral one. Yeah. But they got a micro rotor. (laughs) Oh, my God. But yeah, see, like little nuances like that. Now I'm picky. Talk to me like two years ago. I would be like, oh, fuck, dude. That's like the coolest shit ever. Yeah. I guess just don't grow up too fast because once yeah. you start getting to the big you get, boy watches, you start you're not going to want to go back. You're fucked. Yeah, you're just going to be spending That's not everything. true because there's Here's a an few. example. Like, no, no, no. Like, I've had APs and like all of that, but like this Santos. it's That slaps, dude. This is really fucking good. Yeah, that's nice. Did you guys know that to change like or to remove links on this watch, you don't need any tools? It's like Fortex. Formex. Formex. Vortex. That chip like hit you hard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in my brain, I think that it the capsaicin just bit, right? like went into spice. my cerebral cortex and did yeah. some damage. But I to go back to your point, Winston, I think, yeah, once you kind of experience what you know you like, it's hard to like anything else. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I think, you know... My 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 entry to the watch game was actually a Speedmaster, like that's oh, that's where I started. <laughs> Jesus, dude! All right, um, set the bar high on that. One. Well, I mean, it, it, again, like it's uh, it's I, I I couldn't understand the value of a watch, and it's like, well, I don't want to buy this wrist watch or some wrist watch for like five hundred dollars. Like, I'm nice. not even really sure I want it, but then. I felt I hit a milestone in my life. I wanted to celebrate it. And so I went with the Speedmaster. I'm like, oh, this is really nice. And that kind of just opened the door uh-huh. to looking yep. at everything else. Yep. And, um, you know, then I ended up with that Titanium Pelagos. Um, Amazing bracelet. So it's, it's a two-liner, not the wall of text one. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. ETA, baby. Man, I got that thing so cheap, too. But it's like you start to learn what you like as as a collector. And, and you know, it's it's easy to start, like, buying a lot of things and I, and, and again we talked we talked about this once and I, I i have a hard time selling anything i don't want to uh-huh. so that means you have to be a lot more critical than what you're purchasing so you don't be keeping yeah, you, it, yeah. You, you have to keep everything gotta hit all the boxes it does it's like am i gonna be able to live with this for a long time and those boxes for you winston right now is steel black dial Rolex. And, Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> and new brand and new, new. Brand ad new. brand new brand so new. so so here's here's a question that so we were talking about affordable watches and what do you tell somebody like if you were going to gift somebody a watch what would if you're going to gift somebody a watch under a thousand dollars what would it be for me yes yeah. it would be a micro brand yeah, actually micro brand. i've so to give a little of a thing though we're i'm handling a lot of micro brands right now because of a project that we're doing for the podcast where I'm working with a bunch of micro brands to test drive their watches, right? And like I'm giving it to a bunch of people who are in different points of their collecting journey where like I'm the jaded guy who knows what he wants already. So I'll I'll still participate and then there's going to be people who are who just started like last year 
and are super, you know, fresh, super uh, wet around behind the ears, right? And then Brandon, and then all of that. But to me, from the micro brands that I've seen <clears throat> and received this past week, I have loved every single one of them, actually. I would say that if you're looking to gift someone a, a watch, a micro brand is a fantastic place to start because not only do they get the experience of talking with the people who make the watch that they would not get otherwise with like a big brand, you get to know the community that that micro brand has built. Mm. Like <clears throat> with like Nautis collectors, like Oak and Oscar even. Although Oak and Oscar, they're consider I consider them a micro brand, but they're on the higher end of the micro brands. Like you get to meet all these people who are probably also new. And it's a reasonable price. Like Nautis. You can get a Nautis for four or five hundred, I think. Great place. Wes and Cullen, great people. And they will talk to you. The community behind them, they've rallied and they're super accepting of everyone no matter where you are at the point of your collecting journey. So, yeah, I would say Nautis. I would say, I mean, there, there's just so many options now. Like, back then it wasn't, right? When we started, it wasn't. How about you, Winston <laughs> and Brendan? Um, I would definitely go micro brand because I think it's, you get something different there, and I think that difference, the uniqueness, would like to ignite more passion in, in the watch collector, right? Because, Anytime you pick something that's a little more unique, that's like what we're all kind of, I feel like, kind of going towards in some some degree to have something that um, is special. And I think the micro brands will, will kind of offer that to new new people um, because they're usually limited releases. Like they don't make that many of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small batch production. Yeah. So um, I don't know which micro brand I would go for. Um, maybe Eventi. <laughs> now get him a glass sa or a sapphire bird cage. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. Uh, maybe something that's like, um, like a unimatic or something. Right on. Oh, actually, something I like completely that. forgot yeah. about unimatic. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like those designs good... are. Yeah, yeah, because it's clean. Rolex. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, how about you, Winston? Uh, I have a connection to. So I was really, I really liked the history of Hamilton. That was my first watch. I had, I got a ladies' quartz Bolton reissue. Son of a bitch! That's where it started. That's where it started. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, yeah. So my first watch was a reissue, and I was drawn to. They hooked me on the story of Hamilton. You know, yeah. with Elvis in Blue Hawaii, with that first electric watch. Yeah. To the, Hamilton's history of helping the rail, railroad stay on time, all of that. They hooked me. It's so good. And so it was the first watch good I ever story. asked for in 2007. And I still have the email where I emailed my mom and I was like, the scene, <laughs> I, I wrote this. It's so cringe. It's perfect for this one. <laughs> I wrote something like, it seems like the gentlemanly thing to wear. <laughs> I wrote that. And Hell I was yeah. not being ironic. Hell I really yeah. meant it. Hell yeah. Like, Hell I'm, yeah. like straight faced, you know? Uh, and so I, I, I love the Hamilton brand and I would love to, you know, probably a Hamilton khaki field, man. Yeah. One, yeah, one without faux with patinas. Oh, actually the khaki field is so good. Like they, they've gotten pretty big and with the Fotina, but there, there's some, if you go back a few years, you can find like a 38 millimeter without the Fotina that I just can't go wrong. I'm just not a fan of Fotina like you are. I, I, 
I mean, I agree. Yeah. Fontina sucks. Yep. I've been there. Shit, just get... Yeah, I know. I remember. I've been there. I remember. Well, it sounds like based on everybody's thing, it's like the common thread there is about get, when you... Everything that we're gift... When you gift someone a watch, it's about sharing that passion and telling yeah. that story and trying to like ignite that Cultivate thing it. in yeah. somebody else so that they... So that it goes from... Oh, a watch is just for telling time to, oh, holy shit, this is like a really cool piece of a mechanical art that you can wear and interact with every day. And so wearing like a piece of history. Yeah. It's kind of like when you have a friend that's like into heroin and he gets you into it. Totally. And then you just <laughs> like thing. sell yeah. everything in your house and just shoot up yeah, everything. Like, let me introduce you to my dealer. And, yeah. Yeah. It's a gateway thing. drug. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> You know, heroin. Heroin's the gateway drug. <laughs> yeah, heroin's the gateway drug. I don't know what comes after that. Maybe like DMT. Oh, oh boy! But transcendental <laughs> meditation is after heroin. <laughs> you sure it's not keto uh, one chips? Yeah, right. Uh, Jesus. Oh dude, gosh. that chip probably gave me a high, dude. That's how you punish a kid, though. Holy if your kid shit. misbehaves, eat that chip. Well, right thank now. you. Now I'm gonna have to get some more and then do it for Rye. Guys, you know what we have right now? We what? have a, we have a trauma bond. Oh, oh, yeah, we do. Shared trauma. Shared trauma. Like the end of speed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, let's talk uh, Grand Seiko. So, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts. I know that, you know, Rolex is usually the gold standard that people compare them to. Where do you think Grand Seiko sits? Are we allowed to talk about their bracelets? Or yeah. is that a no Of course no. you Everything's are. good to Fuck, go. Their bracelets are awful. But go ahead. Let's, uh, like, where do you think... Where do they stand in comparison to Rolex? I don't know if you can really. I don't. Feel, I don't feel like it's an apples to apples comparison. No. No. I. I think. I think they are almost different audiences. In my. In my own personal opinion, I, I can feel see like that it's though. almost. Yeah. You know, it's it's like. Uh, it's like a Corvette buyer versus someone who wants like a Nissan GTR. No, <laughs> it's like they both want something fast and cool, but they're not. They're not going to buy the same thing. That's right. right. And, and I mean, I love Grand Seiko. I should have brought my SBG uh, 201 with me. And I love the designs and like everything that they're doing. And they were a relatively affordable alternative <laughs> yeah, to some of the other that's Swiss watches. But that that, that ship is sailed. Yeah, it sucks. Like Climb I think that board. was that was one thing that I really enjoyed about Grand Seiko was the fact that they were attainable, and they were relatively inexpensive for what they offer mm -hmm. they offered the i think best bang for buck value back then <laughs> two years ago yeah yeah can you imagine that back then was two years ago two years ago it's fucked up it's amazing how the gs prices have changed in two years there's one grand seiko i've put on that i've really liked what is it one and that's the spg w231 the 37 millimeter headwind uh, handwind yeah white yeah metal. Hand oh yeah yeah classy <clears throat> that that's the one i've put Clean on and i'm like and fuck i have to classy. get that. you know it's cool like that's the whole thing because what sucks is i think grand seiko used to be i would say they used to be a niche market not so much anymore ever since they pushed how how luxurious they truly are um i think that the bracelets of course are the worst I think that they're never going to fix that just because they have to cut corners somewhere. With the intricacy of the dial work, the Zeratsu finishing and polishing for the case hands and markers, 
I get it. Like, where else can you skimp out? Like, you can't skimp out on the Zeratsu. You can't half Zeratsu it. I do wish they made... I, I do wish Grand Seiko made a slightly more rugged-looking... You, you don't like the diver? The JS diver? They're huge. They're fucking huge. They're and massive. Like and this is coming... I, I mean, this is coming from someone who likes to wear big watches on a tiny wrist. Like, huge. Yeah, it's... It's, and that's where they kind of lose themselves. Yeah. In their design language, they start to look like other brands. Yeah. And that's when it's kind of iffy. I agree with you. But yeah, I think that if they made a better sports watch, I would. I mean, I would. I would, I would buy that. one in a heartbeat if oh, they absolutely. had like a, a more rugged looking absolutely. sports watch. So why not put this on a really nice leather strap? That's what I did with mine. Um, I don't yeah. know. I like it on the bracelet. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm not. He likes feeling it. like a cheap whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I am I like the bracelet. The adjustability sucks. Um, the snap is doesn't click that well, but like it's comfortable, and it's super light. It's all titanium. So. I actually disagree on the comfort. I think it's comfortable. My wrist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they should also stop naming every watch or saying every watch is tied to nature. Just make cool dials, bro. You don't gotta be like, <laughs> yeah. this is based like off the, the 24, 36 the seasons that they but have. There's yeah. nothing wrong in admitting like where you're getting your inspiration from. You think it's so tied to Japanese spirituality. For every single fucking watch, yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like they're I think it's a little, a little, yeah. It's like a one-trick pony, you know? It's, it's like when Omega just talks about the moon. Or Elwurz talks about the ocean. That's right. Or Everest. Rolex talks about the ocean. No, you can get. I think. I think the inspiration from nature is nice. Like it's there. There is a lot of natural beauty out there, and I, there's. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I but just when think you have like thirty releases yeah. that are all saying that. Yeah, thirty releases in a year. No, maybe not thirty. I know because they they put out one. They do uh, put out for the a lot. seasons. They do like the seasonal yeah, one. Yeah, they do like a seasonal a, one. Like but then what happens to the old seasonal ones? These ones. This one was the four season. This was a part of the four season. It's still yeah. going. Spring. They could do Spring, a. Yeah. a what Captain Planet edition, where they have five different versions? <laughs> they, they fuck with anime. They fuck with anime. Seiko. No, they didn't. They didn't do Seiko, not Grand Seiko. Zenith. Oh yeah, Seiko fucks with Seiko anime. Seiko fucks with anime. Zenith fucks with anime. Mm-hmm. From that that new loop in the third. Did oh, you guys I, see that? The one that split, like split half black, half white. Oh, I don't yeah. like that watch. You don't? I, no, I do. Oh, I do. I really liked it. No. Oh, dude, <laughs> it is so good. That's absolutely one of my favorite releases of recent time. It's so polarizing. Yeah. It's either it you like it or you hate, or it. You hate it. I don't I, think there's an in-between because... I, can't rap. Someone, I don't know, someone said, but they, they named the case shape. And I think I really like that because I think it's a very, it's a different case shape. That's than, right. Yeah. And I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh, Winston. Not, no. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. It's not a black dial. <laughs> it's, it's not, not black. Black. It's black. <laughs> How about you, Brandon? No? I probably wouldn't wear it. Um, but I, I like to, I would like to look at it in person, but I, I just, it wouldn't be for me. Oh, here's another one I'm curious about. What do you, who do you guys think is the best out of the Trinity? With the Trinity being Fashion. Paddock, AP, and VC. What you, can you define the best? What do you no. mean yeah, the best? Like, it's, I guess it's very just subjective. Whatever, just whatever's the best to you? Best to you, yeah. Jenny L had an awesome video where she talked about VC, and her main point was what I agree with, is that the design language of, of VC is, is really lacking and that um, it doesn't look, <laughs> when you look at some other pieces, it's, it's not, that's a Vacheron. Um, 
I think that's one of the main problems. So I'd say as far as in- integrity of design language, I have to go paddock. Really? Paddock? paddock? I didn't mm-hmm. expect I paddock. anyone here to say paddock. Because my probably my favorite dial that I've seen in the past 10 years is the uh, that calendar that they released like four years ago, where it's all based yeah. on a, a yeah, handwritten. Right. That, that, you mean to pull yeah, it up? Yeah. Um, to me, that's one of the coolest things, because it's based on one of their employees' handwriting like wow. hand, hand handwriting i think vc is probably i'm with bill i i and and my reason is is exactly the opposite of you're saying they don't have a design language and i think that's what i appreciate about vc is yeah. hmm. um the the vc i really want is that driver the offset the the historic yes that they just came out with uh no the the original one i, the, the bigger I love one. the small one actually um, if they if they could make that in stainless steel i would buy that in a heartbeat um yeah. All right. And I really like the two the the uh, two hand overseas, and I like that it kind of it flies under the radar. You know, it, yeah. it, if you it, know, you know. Yeah, it's it's one of those um, someone might see it, not say a thing, but a real watch enthusiast would know what you're wearing. That's right. Yeah. I'm trying to find. Sorry, I'm trying to find this Patek. What, what is it called? I don't, I don't remember. I know I put in perpetual about, calendar and. But as calendar. far as for me, yeah, I'm with VC. I think that Vacheron is the most understated out of the trinity like they're usually left out of the conversation and i think especially nowadays let's look at like look at the modern bringings of these three houses right you have paddock who makes you know that's a pretty watch that patek oh yeah yeah he was just looking at it like beautiful yeah go ahead so with vc like you look at the three houses uh, Patek is with LVMH. The DNA is about to be one and the same. And that sucks because that, in my opinion, kills off a lot of the brand heritage. Um, AP, <laughs> the Black Panther, and like a bunch of other silly stuff. That's cool. Vacheron has never done anything like that in modern time. They've never bent over for anybody. They've never bent over. they never over. played in the dirt? No. No, I wouldn't even say that's playing in the dirt because they do. Look at the Everest. Yeah, was, yeah. The, the, o, the VC Everest is the most beautiful, I think the like holiest of holy. That, for check, me. that watch checks so everything. many of my boxes. It's insane. It checks everything about it. Like everything about that watch, I am in love with. And that's why you just compare that to the fucking Tiffany Patek that they released, the last one. Also, they keep making the last Nautilus every time. You compare it to like. AP silly shit and it's like wow like Man, VC are... is truly original they have not bent over for anyone yet uh you make great points because the that Everest really is the ultimate sports watch absolutely isn't it what everyone wants yeah you th- like th- everyone about it, it. <laughs> right. I can't wait to see that in person when we have BZ Your buddy. yep coming in for the podcast not your BZ. average farmhouse dude. yeah yep BZ if you're listening to this, please. We need that soon. Bring the fucking LV. <laughs> you know, the, bring everything. Bring everything. I will say, like, more brands need to start embracing titanium. Absolutely. Like, I, 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 that 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 is like that's you know you have you've got your black dial Rolexes. I think yeah, like everything I'm left. trying to buy is titanium. titanium, like an iconic case made out of titanium. It's so hard. Like, ooh, it's hard to work with. Hard. Uh, it is. Work I got I got, I got a Pam one seven seven. So that's your. Uh, that's the 111, I think. Yeah. With, but in a titanium, titanium case. case. The Pelagos. Um, 
I've got the the IWC Mark 18 Heritage, which is a titanium case. Uh huh. So it Badass is it watch. is a bit trying to like play that game of how can I find these iconic watches and stuff like that, but in titanium. <clears throat> what yeah. an interesting niche. That's yeah, fun. I know. You, like I think titanium. the Omega Ploprof is in titanium. The they have show. one that's in titanium. Oh, yes. Philip Philip has it. Yeah, yeah. It's, Philip's got a banging. It's so face. funny because you pick it up bad. and it's, you're like, oh, I can smash someone's skull in with this. But it, you it's, pick it up, it's so light. It's really hard to polish titanium and work with it. I'm wondering why. I'm wondering if that's why companies are kind of maybe not using that material as much. Probably. No. So are you going to get the Bond watch then? Isn't that in titanium? The it is. I, I almost pulled the trigger on that. I just I. I couldn't do the brown dial. If that was a black dial, it would have been a Really, no you couldn't? Wow. I couldn't. Couldn't do it. And that um, loom color is pretty warm. Yeah. It's that Omega Fotina. Yeah, but they the have, Fotina. but they make the uh, the no date Seamaster uh, <clears throat> 300M in a ceramic titanium, which I do have my eyeball on. There you go. Badass. I mean, that's a cool niche, though. Like, I really do yeah, like dude. that. Titanium guy. <laughs> titanium. Right. Oh yeah, if there if right. anybody knows of titanium watches Here, out there. This uh, is titanium. I know. Uh, the <laughs> the uh, the um snowflake. That was that was what drew me to the snowflake for GS. Yeah. Yeah. I like the blizzard. Hey, how's everybody's stomach right now? I'm good. Yeah, dude. let's do a check. It's I'm a little good. warm. Wellness check, wellness check. I got a nice buzz. I've also I'm the only one drinking, so if <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm pretty much back to I got normal. a buzz. Shit. Off of the yeah, the- <laughs> I think that when at some point my I couldn't hear out of my left ear. Yeah, no, my <laughs> that, hearing no, went away, ass. dude. I'm serious. My hearing went down I like swear. 30%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it like this was clogged. Okay. So, guys, thanks for being a part of the experience. <laughs> the experience. Thanks, thanks. Like Winston said, we are now sharing trauma. <laughs> yeah. So when we're sitting on the toilet later on tonight, we're phoning each other. Yeah, we're gonna be on <laughs> FaceTime. We're gonna FaceTime group FaceTime. I'm sending my therapist bills to y'all. <laughs> well, no, I think I think Jay's Jay's you're already Guys. famous for the uh, shitter. Yeah, watch that's picks. My oh my god, yeah, those are gross. <laughs> I love them, but I, I can't that. stop looking at them. <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, uh, I want to thank Bill and Winston for hanging out. Um, and our our sponsor, uh, Pocky Pocky Chips. Chips. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no, fuck you too, CK. Ooh. <laughs> Awful idea. Go ahead, Winston. Uh. That's so good. Slow, slow. I do a little like jackhammer move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much Thanks, for listening. Uh, and let me and give we you guys hope a you're heads okay up. at uh, home too. Yeah. If you tried this challenge with yeah. us. If you if you do do this challenge, send us a video of you getting absolutely fucking annihilated, and we will send you and what the toilet looks like. We will words. send you something, actually <laughs> legit. If you do this, we will send you something, and uh, see you guys on the next episode, which will be the microbrand project. Yes, which is which should be pretty fun. All right, y'all. Hey, Have bye. A good weekend. Peace. Bye.